them all. Me and the mall have a love-hate relationship. For instance, I love the food court. Where else can you get cheesesteaks, Chick-fil-A, Asian cuisine, and Orange Julius all at the same time? What I hate is just about everything else. My very first job was in a mall. Coincidentally, in the food court at a Chick-fil-A. But the mall, during the day, is a depressing place to be. For me, at least. I remember times when I would walk through the mall on my break and I would see... 13-year-old kids acting like they were grown-ups, hanging all over each other, making out, all this swagger like they're too cool for school. I used to love going up to them and telling them that their mommy is waiting for them outside. I tend to do things like that, and it bothers my wife so much. In fact, when I was preparing for this episode, I remembered that some 10 years ago, when I used to do a radio show with a friend of mine, I went on a rant about them all. Here's a clip. Now, Keep in mind, this was recorded 10 years ago when I was 22. I always see these 13-year-old kids in the mall, and they're like together. And I always look at them, and I say, like, my wife gets back. So I'm like, hey, your mom's waiting for you outside. <laughs> it's like they're, they're 13 years old. They have no responsibility. They got nothing going on. They're like, we're in love, and we're hooking up, and we're doing I'm like, you're just dumb. Your mom's like still changing your diaper. Why don't you grow up? <laughs> oh man, you just getting, railed on just everybody. That's like go to the mall sometimes. Adults, if you're listening, why do you let your kids go to the mall? I mean, it's just like it's the <laughs> cesspool of the world. God, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I used to work at a, a fast food restaurant that was in a mall, and uh, it just I hated the mall before that, and I just have a strong distaste for it. But uh, anyway, what am I talking about? I don't, I don't know. know. That was a pet peeve of yours, I think. Yeah, I, I like to vent on the show sometimes. It's my downfall. Yeah. Sadly, not much has changed from my perspective. For example, anytime I see kids smoking or acting a fool, as they say, it takes all of my self-control not to go up to them and yank the cigarette out of their mouth and yell, It's 2016. No one thinks you're cool because you're smoking. You look like an idiot. Uh-oh. Rant alert. Nothing bothers me more than preteens and young teens acting like adults. You don't get that right until you have some responsibility. If your parents are still driving you around and giving you spending money, then you might as well be wearing a diaper as far as I'm concerned. Kids want freedom but not responsibility. Money without bills. Privacy without accountability. As a parent, if I pay to put a roof over my kids' heads, then every square inch of that house is under my oversight. That means that no part of that home is off limits to me. It just doesn't work that way. I find it funny that parents hover over their kids when they're little and they get very overprotective. But as they get older and are capable of doing far worse damage to themselves and others, we ease up because we don't want to cramp their style. I feel like it should be the reverse. That's just me. You can criticize me all you want. I don't care. But I implore you, parents, please teach your kids how to be respectable, humble, good citizens who contribute to society without a hint of entitlement. Somehow those lessons are missed by a large majority of society today, and we are feeling the negative effects. Rant over. So I recently took my kids to the mall. With them, it can be fun, but I always have to preface every trip with, don't ask for everything you see. Or, Christmas is next month. I'm not going to buy you anything now. Yada, yada, yada. You know the drill. So here we are. Our first stop was getting my son's watch fixed. Yeah, I just wanted to see if we could take a look at his watch and see if it was 
able to be repaired or worth being repaired. <laughs> um, Jesse, please don't put it in there anymore. So, uh, it's a slap watch, but the second hand, like, fell off. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if it's even possible to Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Uh, and then, like, it's just an estimate or something of how much it would be. Sam, second hand fell off? Can you fix Yeah. Take a look at it. It may have not. Yeah. Um, I would have to drop your movement and everything like that and fix it. It'll be like 20 bucks. Okay. All righty. Yeah. Let me take a look and see if I can get it. Yeah, that'd be great. And if I can't, obviously, there's no problem. Oh, thank you. Just give me about like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah, sure. Awesome. Thank you. Come here, Lee. They're going to take a look at it. We'll come back in like 20 minutes. Next, we made the journey to one of our favorite stops. The Hobby Store. It has everything a young boy would want. Drones, model cars, trains, airplanes. You can look in there if you want. We're not getting anything, so don't ask for it. Whoa, that drone is $1,300. The one down there, it's $1,299. Yeah. They're pretty. No, oh, you the don't. Rolling spider. I saw that before. Yeah, it's a hundred dollars. That thing is, is so much. Um, what's that? <laughs> that one. That. That's what the drone that was flown um, with the. Um, that. Yeah, it's pretty. Pretty expensive stuff. Yeah. Oh, like a little one? Yeah. Oh, we'll see know. about that. How does it work? Oh, this is just like $30. It's $12. USB charge cord. It's $30. Ooh, it can be it fly. It's for flying indoors. So. I will, thank you. That one's crazy. Look at that. Yeah, we did that before. Did you? Okay. Well, yeah, the cars didn't fall off? Sometimes. So, if you go too fast, the one that you mostly fall off is like that one. Really? That doesn't look like you would fall off that it's one. The Hudson Hornet. It's like in cars. Whoa. Back to the Future model car. Oh, yeah. That's funny. I'm going to show you the one I'm going to get. Okay. This? Motor City Muscle. This one? I made them two flat. I'm going to get this one. This one. Back to Future 2. This one. And this one. Oh, all of those? Yeah. Oh, that's like $200. Yeah. They even allow you to rent time on their racetracks for remote-controlled cars. The funny thing is, it's always being used by middle-aged men. In fact, come to think of it, I think we are usually the only ones under 50 in that store. I'm not entirely sure why that is, but it's something to note. Yeah. 
really can't do it with fingers. You've got to get in there. I'm just dying to see What I like about them, they're not as fast as the Skelectric's open wheels. I think the speed really is just right. For my Any faster would be nasty. All right, we're going to move on to the next store to look at. We also like to stop in the video game store for obvious reasons. I really appreciate the fact that people are interested in classic video games again. There's a system that actually allows you to play old Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Sega Genesis games all in one console. It's pretty sweet. Wow, it's like exactly the same. You must be used to that. Oh, are you playing? Oh, you are. Oh, yeah, here you go. This is the very original Super Mario Brothers game. That's why it looks like that. <laughs> There's no stomping or anything like that. If you're looking to get me something for Christmas, I recommend that. It's under $100. You can just send it to me. Now, for someone who doesn't typically enjoy the mall, this past week I spent more time in the mall than I care to admit. No, I wasn't doing Christmas shopping. Actually, I was turning the tables and making the mall work for me. You see, when you work in real estate, there are certain times in the year where things tend to slow down. Typically the end of summer, right before the school year, And as the holidays approach, nobody is moving before school starts or before Christmas. So being self-employed, you try to find creative ways to make some extra jingos around the holidays. Shout out to my dad for that slang word. This year, I'm performing in a Christmas-themed dinner theater. But what brought me to the mall was the prestigious opportunity of performing market research. That's right. Just like with the election, I have a voice that needs to be heard. And this voice decides whether a specific product or marketing approach is effective to white males in their 30s. Can I get a witness? That doesn't work for a white male in his 30s. I'm part of that coveted demographic. In this case, it was a tuna taste test. The reward? $40 of cold hard cash. So I arrived promptly for my appointment and discovered that a friend of mine has also caught on to my money-making scheme. This guy should not be here. What's up, man? What's up, man? How are you? You're making money? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. That's correct. Yeah. They call you too. They did, yeah. Um, a receipt and fill this out for me. Sure, thanks. Um, if I could get a copy, I don't need to make a copy of your ID. Go ahead and take you back and get you started on your taste test. Hey, I'm back. How are you? Yeah, no problem. You too. Um, day two, yes. Uh, my so after trying different brands of tuna for over an hour, I make my way to the door to get paid. Hey, let's get you paid. Okay, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. All right, thank All right, you so thank much you. for your help, man. No problem. Thank you, guys. <clears throat> Needless to say that I don't need to eat tuna for the rest of the year. But hey, the $40 I made will pay for our babysitter on a much-needed date night. So in a way, you can say that my frugality is an investment in my marriage. Anyway, don't judge me. 
When you put all of your hopes in an expected outcome that doesn't come to fruition, you can become disenfranchised or disillusioned. But it doesn't have to be that way. As many of you know, I'm pretty outspoken about the fact that my dream is to one day perform for Sight and Sound Theaters in Lancaster. It's a professional theater that produces biblical musicals and runs all year round. Last year, on a whim, I submitted a demo reel to them in hopes of getting a chance to audition. I didn't really think I had a chance, but I figured, what the heck? To my surprise, they invited me to come to their invite-only auditions. So I went to my first professional theater audition and did my best, though in hindsight, I was wildly unprepared. I actually made it to the end of the day without being cut, so I went home feeling pretty good about my chances. That was until I found out how the process works. Since it was my first professional theater audition, I had no idea what I was in for. After waiting over two months to find out, all the while struggling to stay afloat in my new business, I got that dreaded email rejection. Truthfully, I was devastated. I saw this opportunity as a lifeline, and I had misguidedly put all of my hope and faith in this thing working out for me. Now, as I regularly outline on my blog and in the podcast, I've made my share of mistakes and missteps along the road of life. But for some reason, I felt that if they were all leading to this moment, it would, in a way, validate or redeem all of that mess I had created. But here I was again, a floundering startup business and no clear direction for 2016. Shortly after receiving my rejection email, I realized that if I was going to succeed in my business going forward, then I needed to make a change. It was around this time that I started to take both my life as an actor and as an entrepreneur more seriously. I realized that if I was going to build a business, then I needed to study and apply myself to business. If I was going to succeed in realizing my dream, then I needed to improve as an actor. In some ways, the rejection was the catalyst for everything I've accomplished over the past year. If I hadn't been rejected by Sight and Sound for the 2016 season, then I would have never launched the Real Person Real Needs podcast. And I wouldn't have rolled out the funding campaign, where I give a portion of my commission from every real estate transaction to someone who needs a safe place to call home. If I had not been rejected, I would not have been able to donate $2,500 of my own commission to people who need help. In the past, I would have seen this rejection as a closed door, a missed opportunity. But thankfully, my wife was there to keep me from giving up. She told me that this rejection could just be a test to see how badly I wanted to pursue my dream. It was through her support that I committed to getting better and giving it my best shot rather than throwing in the towel and quitting. So I began to study entrepreneurs to improve my business acumen. I also started to study actors and the art of auditioning. I began to formulate a plan. Then I started to test and try new things and develop my skill set through practice. Then I chose to aggressively pursue my dream. I launched my new business model and started going on professional theater auditions. I also cut ties with my previous real estate broker to find the right group of people to surround myself with in order to succeed. Things have been difficult at times this year, since I basically rebooted my career after only one year. 
But thankfully, I discovered that in order to succeed, I needed to do things that were true to the core of my convictions. I realized that valleys are part of the journey and that persistence in the face of adversity or rejection is crucial. Finally, I now understand that things don't simply happen overnight. One choice does not produce change in an instant. It is by doing the right things day in and day out and not wavering or growing weary that real change begins to happen. Through patience, we can finally begin to see the fruit of our labor. And when this fruit comes after experiencing failure or rejection, it is all the more sweet and you'll never take it for granted. So why did I bring all of this up? Well, I was invited back to Sight & Sound this year to audition again. And I believe I did even better this time because of the work that I've put into developing my craft. But after waiting another two plus months... On behalf of Human Resources and Central Casting, Sight & Sound Theaters... Thank you for your patience during this remarkably busy time. It has been an exceptional casting season this year, and we must thank you for your efforts throughout this season. We thank you for sharing your brilliant talents and hearts of service with the Sight and Sound Ministry. In preparation for and throughout this year, we prayed as we sought the Lord's guidance to show us the most fair assessment of each performer's skills and what they would bring to the team. As we all are aware, the casting aids for each season depend greatly upon the specific demands of each individual production, and those needs can vary greatly from show to show and from season to season. We do not have a role for you currently in our upcoming 2017 season. We encourage you to keep in touch and audition again in the future. This is by no means a closed door. On behalf of Human Resources and Central Casting, Sight and Sound Theaters, God bless, Godspeed, and of course, break a leg. Casting Director. I was smacked in the face again with the feeling of rejection. I'm disappointed for sure. But knowing all of the good that came out of 2016 after the last rejection, I take solace in the fact that 2017 is almost here and I have the opportunity to improve and accomplish some amazing things. So if you're feeling the sting of rejection, remember to take a step back and find ways to use that rejection as a catalyst to improve and do the most good with the time you have. Instead of lamenting a lost opportunity, take advantage of the opportunity to get better. I know I will. Here's a quote by Tony Robbins. The more rejection you get, the better you are. The more you've learned, the closer you are to your outcome. For more information on this topic of pursuing your dream, you can download my free ebook at www.sixwordsbook.com. That's www.the6wordsbook.com. Thanks a lot for listening to the Real Person Real Needs podcast. This episode was sponsored by Blank. If you're interested in getting to know more about supporting the podcast, you can reach out to me, Jeff at realpersonrealneeds.com. G-E-O-F-F at realpersonrealneeds.com. Leave us a review on iTunes. And until next time, 
be real, keep it real. Thanks for listening and Godspeed.